Hey, what's going on everybody out there in podcast land? It is your boy Jay and welcome back to the Hostile Environment Podcast for today. And I know my days of the week because it's my day off. Today is Monday. So uh, so t- because today is Monday, that means yesterday was Sunday, which means yesterday was Father's Day. I hope you guys out there all had a great Father's Day. I hope you got some presents. I hope you ate some food. I hope you barbecued, whatever the case was. Um, me myself, I had to work from six in the morning until two in the afternoon. Then I had to pick up my daughter and then I took both my daughters out for, uh, food trucks. Uh, we hit the food trucks out there in Ajax. There's about five food trucks there. Uh, took them for dinner because I didn't feel like cooking. Um, but the key to this whole thing was because it's my day, um, on the way home from work to pick up my daughter, I actually stopped by a food truck in Scarborough, which uh, my buddy from the hospital that I work with, Gio, shout out to Gio because I know he listens to the show. Um, he recommended that I hit this food truck up because it had just the ridiculous chicken sandwiches. He sent me, he sent me pictures. So sure enough, you know he uh, he also gave me the link to the Instagram. So uh, if you guys want to check out a really, really, really good chicken sandwich, um, unfortunately, this guy's only open... Uh, Saturdays and Sundays from 12 until I want to say it's like 8. Anyways, you can find out their times. They're on Instagram at The Holy Grill. Um, fantastic, just amazing chicken sandwiches. Um, uh, for those of you who don't follow my, um, sorry, who do follow my other Instagram account, my personal account, which I rarely ever use, um, I did post a picture of the chicken sandwich on there after I already dusted one chicken sandwich. So for 20 bucks, you literally get two amazing sandwiches, pretty spicy, not like over the top or anything, um, with great sauce, you get a whole bunch of fries, and you get a huge, like a, like a chicken breast deep fried sort of gimmick, but for 20 bucks, you can't beat it, um, so highly recommend that place, follow them on Instagram, uh, really good. Um, now the reason I bring up the chicken sandwich, for, uh, actually, is because that guy Gio I'm talking about from the hospital, he recommended that I do some sort of segment as far as the chicken sandwiches on the show, just to ask you guys to, um, you know, rate the best chicken sandwiches that you've had, because if you remember about, geez, I want to say about maybe two years ago, maybe three, somewhere in that ballpark, the, um, when Popeyes brought out that crazy chicken sandwich in the States, literally people were like beating the shit out of each other in the Popeyes store when they were sold out, they were like trying to attack employees and then people are in line and, you know, if, if someone else got the chicken sandwich ahead of you and they sold out, people were getting attacked and robbed for like chicken sandwiches. So when they finally did get here to Canada, you know, I had to hit it up. So uh, I hit the old uh, Brock Road uh, Popeyes there and I had it and I mean, it was decent. I mean, it was definitely not worth getting in a fist fight over, but it was, it was, it was decent. Um, for those of you who have not tried Mary Brown's, uh, Mary Brown's is like, um, the, the first time I had Mary Brown's, I was like, I want to say. 12 or 13 my grandmother and my grandfather brought me out here to Pickering um we stopped and went into Mary Brown's and it's got like the old school vibe to it so you know it's not like a KFC where they're wearing that stupid smock and the paper hat and you're like you know next 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 Mary Brown's is kind of like a it's still a fast food place don't get me wrong but it's got more of like a homey feel to it so um and, and the food's way better instead of fries they have taters uh, or sorry wedges and, and taters now but they have wedges um, but anyway, they, uh, uh, they have this thing on Monday called Big Mary Monday, where they give their chicken sandwich, uh, for half price. If you're interested, if you want to try it out, but the spicy Big Mary chicken sandwich is fantastic. So when, when I was talking to this guy, Gio about that, I just happened to drop that because we were just talking about Popeye's and the Wendy's and da da da. 
and he recommended that food truck. And I said, as of now, Mary Brown's was the best one I'd ever had. So um, actually, now it's like a, it's tied. That food truck and Mary Brown's are tied one for one. Um, and I do, I've never had one, but I definitely do not recommend eating the Tim Hortons chicken sandwich, which I'm sure tastes like fucking dumpster fire garbage, because uh, all of Tim Hortons' food is disgusting. They're bagels. They're never even baked. And when you ask them for double toasted, they're burned. Uh, I, I just, I, I, Tim Hortons is the, the grossest food out there. I don't understand why they're so popular. The coffee's not even that great. There's just a, like, there's 2,000 locations. That's why there, there's one on every block. That's the only reason their coffee's so popular, in my opinion. But, anyways, it is what it is. Uh, so, tomorrow is Tuesday. And, uh, it's supposed to be a nice day. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to the possible end of, or, or, sorry, what is it? End of phase one, beginning of phase two, which is haircuts. And shit like that, and I'm I'm I really need a haircut. Like, I don't have super long hair, but uh, it, it I I really hate having having to comb it. So I like my hair super short. Not sure enough that it's balding or anything, but uh, you know I do like it super short. So hopefully haircuts are are coming up quick, and you know just get back to normal because everywhere else in the world is back to normal. So. Um, and I'm getting pretty sick and tired of going on social media or reading the newspaper because, yes, I still do read newspapers. And all they're doing is putting more fear into us by saying now there's another variant, a Delta variant and all this stuff. And, oh, this could be the beginning of the first wave of the new variant. Like, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. I'm sure all you guys are, too, especially for those of you who do work in the hospitals. I'm sure you're sick of dealing with this shit just as much as anybody else, if not more and probably more. So, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, so let's see, what have I been up to this week? Um, well, I'm going to be totally honest before I go any further that uh, this is the most unprepared I've ever been for a show. Uh, I, has, I had zero motivation today. I've just been burnt out doing a lot of things around the house and stuff like that. And I got quite a sunburn in the last couple of days uh, doing some yard work and standing in line for food truck food and shit like that. So um, when I got up today, oh, and I got hammered last night for Father's Day since I was just by myself. So I sat out back and did yard work and had a few beers and played with my dogs. So when I woke up this morning, I had like zero motivation. I, I just forgot what day it was. Not because I have Alzheimer's, um, you know, just one of those lazy days. And next thing you know, Netflix was on. And so anyways, I knew I had to put a show out today because the last thing I want to do is not put a show out because they say that one thing um, that's big for podcasting is consistency. So, um, you know, missing a day here or there, you know, you never know. You never know who's listening or who's paying attention. Um, you know, I actually had someone contact me from a podcast company that said they're considering taking me on. So, um we'll see where that goes. I've heard this before. So, um, I have noticed that a lot of these companies now they're contacting me. They're saying, we've seen your numbers. They're good numbers. Um, and all you have to do is give us uh, X amount of dollars and we'll help promote you. Um, that's not really what I'm looking for. So I'm telling them that I'm like, no, that's, I'm, I'm not looking to be promoted. I'm not looking to pay you money for a show that I'm not making any money on, uh, which is basically just me throwing money at, you know, right in the fucking toilet pretty much. Um, that happens a lot, especially when I post on Instagram. Um, you'll see for you guys who do follow my Instagram, you'll see whenever I put something out, immediately within like eight seconds of my post, I immediately get a response, something saying uh, on the you know on the comment section saying promoted on such and such. So that, and just and there's there's all kinds of savages out there. I guess it's just like any business. You know, you're trying to do something, you're trying to pick yourself off the ground, and you're trying to move forward sort of thing, and there's other people who just want to leech on to you. So I've been getting all kinds of, you know, since I've been doing this for four months, five months, whatever it is since March, I've been getting a lot of people contacting me saying, hey man, I can edit your podcast for you. 
you know, and you know, I learned all this shit by myself, so I don't need you to help me edit it. Um, but thank you for the offer, but they want to take your money. Then I got people who want to do graphics for me. Then I got people who want to promote it for me. Then I got people who want to do merch for me. You know, and I get it. Everyone's got to make money. They're entrepreneurs just like I am. But if I'm not making money, I can't give you money that I don't have because I'm not going to start paying thousands of dollars out of my pocket for something that might not ever happen. So maybe if I get a sniff of something, um, I actually just made a, 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 a realistic, uh, very professional really thought out uh, pitch to a very, very large company that does promotion for podcasts. Um, they liked my pitch and they are looking over it is what they basically said. So uh, who knows? I mean, you know, probably it'll go nowhere, but maybe it will. I mean, all I need is one. So anyway, so the, the, the bottom line was I'm super unprepared today. Um, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to talk about, but usually I just have a few notes here and there written down or a few headlines written down. But you know what? Last few... I want to say like the last week and a half, uh, it, it, it's like the news has come to like a standstill. There hasn't really been a lot of shit going on. Um, there was that random shooting at that kid's birthday party in Toronto yesterday, which was disgusting. I didn't want to talk about that because that's just sad and pathetic that people out there are doing this shit to each other. It's horrible. So I don't want to talk about that. Uh, you know, obviously the weather, sports, I mean, you know, the Lakers are out. Uh, the Leafs are gone in hockey. The Jays are doing pretty good at sports. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Like, 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 usually I have a few headlines to tell you guys, but not a lot's been happening. So I'll just give you the gist of what I did yesterday. Well, Saturday I, I bought a massive, uh, like 13, $14 bag of bird seed from Costco because I'm on this feed the birds kind of kick. So I bought a bird feeder from Walmart finally when it opened up and I could actually buy something. Um, and I filled that bad boy up and, um, it was quite a bit of bird seed went into it. And 24 hours later, it was completely bone dry empty. Like, and I'm talking, there was like, I want to say eight to 10 cups of bird seed in there. So there was a lot of fucking bird seed. And the next thing I know, it's completely empty. And I was like, there's no fucking way that the birds out here are that famished. Um, it's not Somalia. Like, you know, like they, they shouldn't be that hungry out here. But for some reason, all that bird seed was gone. And then I saw the squirrel. The squirrel who climbed off the tree onto the bird feeder and was randomly smacking the bird bird feeder so that all of the bird seed was falling onto the ground and then all those little squirrel buddies were picking it up off the ground and firing up the trees with it. So I don't even know how many birds got fed. I know some fucking squirrels got fed. I don't know how many birds got fed. So I filled up the bird seed again yesterday and uh, we'll see how that goes. So far it's already halfway gone and I just put it in uh, last night. So um, again, squirrel. Like, And I have two wiener dogs who... Don't scare the squirrel at all. He'll sit on the bird seat, uh, the bird feeder, and just stare at the dogs while they bark up at him. I guess he's smart enough to know that you know they can't get me, so I'm just going to keep going about my business. And my dogs are going ballistic because they're like, "Why isn't this squirrel running away from us? We're dogs." So, uh, oh, and, and so that was my bird seat situation. My other situation is I have a random uh, bunny who's coming into my backyard and eating my vegetables. So I've heard the, oh, just put chicken wire up. And I don't want to do that because chicken wire looks like shit. Um, so I guess maybe that's, my, maybe that's my next step. I don't know. Um, I have hot peppers in the garden. So when I did my research on gardening, it said if you put hot peppers in your garden, rabbits won't come and eat your, your garden because they don't like the, the smell of the hot peppers. But this rabbit doesn't seem to care. So uh, he eats my green onion. 
he eats my uh, my snow peas and he's eating my tomatoes and strawberries. So uh, I've got like a, a real problem with nature. Anyways, it, it is what it is. So today, before I get to, before I get into what I'm going to talk about, which uh, it's just a, a little short story. Uh, let's get the uh, the plugs out of the way because they are the most important part of the show. And that is where uh, people have been contacting me lately and asking for more jail stories. Uh, guys, if you want them, I'm going to give them to you. So uh, I will have a jail story for you. I don't know if I'm going to do it on Thursday or I'm going to do it on Monday. But I have a good jail story that I've... Um, I found that, you know, because I got to go through my memory banks for this shit. So, like, I know I said I have a lot of jail stories, and I do, but I have to find something that's not only a little bit funny, but it's also kind of appropriate. Um, not like not appropriate, but um, it fits the show. So, um, I have to scour my memory banks. And sometimes, like, uh, shit will come to me while I'm driving, or, um, you know, when I'm laying down late at night and I close my eyes ready for bed, a story will pop into my head, but I don't have a pen and paper to write anything down. So I don't remember it the next day when I'm like, oh, fuck, I had a really good jail story to tell. But, oh, it's gone. Just like um, I was telling my buddy Derek that when libraries finally open up, I really want to get a book on dreams and, uh, and, 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 and researching REM sleep and stuff like that. Because I'm so amazed that you can have a fantastic dream or a horrible dream or a mediocre dream, whatever the case is. And um, you won't remember it uh, like eight minutes after waking up. And I don't know why, because like, I, I just, I, I'm amazed by the whole thing. So um, yeah, anyways, I'm getting off topic. Like I said, I'm not really all that prepared for today's show. So this one's going to be on me. But um, yeah, so I'm going to, I want to get a book on dreams and um, oh, so sorry. Yeah, the jail stories I was talking about. So uh, I, I did find a couple of jail stories that I can tell that are going to entertain you guys because like I said, it's supposed to be a light comedy show. So a lot of the stories I can tell you about when the guy got his head cracked open like a watermelon for stealing another guy's hot dog, not really comedy. And, you know, I mean, but I, I again, um, it, it, it's a well-rounded show. So if you guys want jail stories, I'll hook you guys up. Um, I don't know how many of you um, are all that interested other than the people that are emailing. And for those of you who are my friends have known me for years, you've probably already heard some of these stories. So um, you know, it is what it is, right? I mean, if you throw my podcast down while you're doing dishes, that, cause usually that's what I do when I'm doing dishes. I'll, uh, I'll throw on one of my podcasts, not my podcast, but a podcast that I subscribe to like Bill Burr or, uh, you know, I listen to a couple sports podcasts. That's what I do when I'm doing dishes. Um, it just takes you away. And sometimes when I'm driving, cause the radio sucks or sometimes when I'm walking the dogs, I'll, I'll have my podcast on. So, um, so that's, you know, if that, anything that you can do to, uh, enjoy my show, um, you know, just, Hey, throw it on in the background while you're doing, you know, doing the key letter. So anyways, uh, let's get on to the social media plugs, uh, Twitter at podcast underscore hostile. And your boy is up to 208 followers now. So what started with, I think I was at 41 in March and I'm at 208 now. So definitely, uh, definitely getting some, you know, some, 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 uh, what do you call it? Uh, followers, even though 208 is still quite pathetic on the, on the realm of things. I think my daughter, uh, my youngest, I think she has like 300 followers and she doesn't even tweet. So I don't, still can't figure out the social media thing. Um, on IG, I'm at host.enviro.pod and I do have a personal account, but I rarely post on there. But I did post the chicken sandwich on there yesterday because I just didn't figure people who follow me on the uh, podcast wanted to see my chicken sandwich picture. But uh, who knows? Maybe you did. I don't know. Um, on Facebook, I am at jcowell. On TikTok, I'm at the Hostile Environment Pod. I haven't done a TikTok in a few days. Uh, funny story about that. Um, or not funny story, but a you know, little 
blurb about TikTok is some of my videos, like I told you the Noof TikTok, I had like, um, fuck, what was it? Over 600 views or 700 views, some, some stupid number like that. Uh, most of my TikTok videos get between 150 and 220 views, somewhere around there. Uh, about um, a month ago, not even a month ago, I put out this video, um, you know, I, I'm just goofing around. I put up this video of this chicken and it said if, if uh, it was a picture of a chicken with a, a haircut and it said if Karen was a chicken or something like that. And anyways, I, I put it out and, and to this date, so it was about a month ago, to this date, it has three views. I didn't think that was possible. I think I thought maybe three views is almost impossible, and I think I'm one of them. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny that all these other videos, 600 views, 200 views, 150 views, three. So I don't know what I did or didn't do on that video, but something was a massive fail there. And uh, the email. So uh, like I said, this is where I'm getting the suggestions for more correction stories. Um, and judging by the story where I told you how my career came to a crashing halt, which is now my second most downloaded episode, Clearly, corrections is what you guys want to hear, so I'm definitely going to try to work more corrections in there, but I am also trying to mix it up a little bit more, and, uh, you know, um, the one suggestion I've had from a podcast person who uh, I was talking to was they liked my, uh, they like what I'm doing, but they're worried that I'm going to burn out all my stories, so that's why I haven't done a Thursday Tone Tale in some time, is because even though I have about, I don't know, I think I think I like at least 30 more stories, um, I got to stretch this out, right? Because I can't give you guys everything and then just be doing, so how was your day? Oh, uh, you know, the, the the Green Bay Packers played football. Yesterday, you know, so um, I'm trying to stretch it out. So I will be bringing out Thursday Tone Tales. They are long from gone, but uh, I am uh, trying to stretch that out. But I will give you guys more correction stories. I do have a shit ton of a story. I'm looking at a piece of paper right now in front of me. I have... There's got to be 50 or 60 things written down here of stories that I can still tell. So um, I'm not short on content. I just got to make sure that I don't piss everything away now. And that way, you know, later on, I'm not screwing you guys over and asking you guys to download for a show that's really not that entertaining. So the story that I'm going to tell, oh, sorry. So the email is uh, j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. So uh, the story I'm going to tell you guys is, and the reason I'm going to tell you this is because I've talked about this guy, Gio, who works at the, the hospital part-time with me sometimes when I'm actually going for a shift here and there, um, is I'm going to tell you about the other hospital I used to work at. So after my first uh, dismissal from corrections and I was fighting them and I had that huge gap of time, I told you that I worked at a hospital and I quit my job as soon as I got, as soon as I got word from my union rep that I got my job back, I quit that job immediately. So I'm going to tell you about that job because it was the grossest job I've ever done in my life. And I'm not going to say, I don't know what some of you guys do for a living who, you know, maybe you guys do something way worse and power to you if you do. For me, even from a guy who saw people die in prison, people get uh, smashed, people hang themselves, knife fights. For some reason, I'm not good with blood. I'm just not. I can handle it if I have to. I'd rather not. So if there's like... Would you like to see blood A or not B? I'll go with not. But if it is, it is, right? So when I got dismissed, I was working with Derek uh, at his pool company for quite some time under the table, which was great because I was getting my, uh, I was getting EI because they still gave me EI when I got dismissed because I was fighting it, I was grieving it. So I still got EI, which is nothing though. It's like 960 bucks every two weeks. And my corrections every two weeks, the, the check I was getting was the lowest I would be getting was like 1700 bucks. So it's almost a thousand dollars difference, not to mention the overtime. If I did overtime, I'd clear, I'd bring home well over two grand. 
So, uh, you know, that was the one thing that hurt about leaving corrections is the money. The money's fantastic. Um, you know, it's not a cop salary or anything like that, but it, it's very, it's, you know, it, it got me to where I am now. It got me to my first house. So it, it paid well. So it was the, after I got relieved of my duties for there and I was grieving it, I needed a real job because I was struggling for cash. So I talked to a friend of mine uh, and he hooked me on. He said to me that there was uh, a way to get your resume put to the top of the list of a certain hospital. Um, so basically, the people who are in charge of, of sifting through your resumes would would magically get your resume to the top of the list. Uh, you know, so for so, so someone put the resume in two years ago, mine would go in today, and it would go right to the top of the list. And sure enough, uh, I had to pay a small fee for that, but I did pay that fee, and my resume did get put to the top of the list. I got a phone call within not even ten days of getting my resume in, and I went for the interview. So basically, you have to nail the interview. So I nailed the interview. So you get the opportunity, you pay for the opportunity, but if you fuck up the interview, you, you, you fuck up the interview, basically. So anyways, I nailed the interview. They did give me a cheat sheet, but uh, anyways, I nailed the interview, and it was a hospital downtown. Um, they told me it was going to be mostly night shifts. Uh, and at that point, I couldn't be picky, so it was what it was. I had to do overnights, no big deal. Um, so I was driving from Pickering all the way downtown. There was no traffic on the way down and no traffic on the way home, so that was decent. So when I was when I was um, doing my interview, they were asking me stuff like, uh, you know, how are you with blood and how are you with this? And, you know, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I thought I was just going to be a regular housekeeper because I had worked at a hospital before uh, just briefly and housekeeping is housekeeping. You know, it's just like, you know, clean the fucking toilets, wash the floors, make the bed, shit like that. So, as, you know, they're asking me about blood and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, occasionally you do run into blood if there's blood on the sheets or maybe blood in the toilet because it's a hospital. People get sick and shit. And I was like, yeah, and there's blood. You know, I can handle it, da, da, da. And out of nowhere, she goes, how are you with dead babies? I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I, I stared at her and I, I said, I, I beg your pardon? And she said, dead babies. How are you with dead babies? And I said, well, I'm not, I'm not good with dead babies. Uh, am I supposed to be okay with dead babies? And she said, well, the position you applied for, you're going to be working in the maternity ward. Like, or Sorry, not the maternity ward. Um, the, um, what do you call it? The birthing ward. The birthing unit. Sorry. And I said, oh, oh okay. I, I, wasn't, I didn't know I applied for that, right? So I just, I just checked every box. I just Any job that I, I could got, I was going to take because I needed the money. So she said, you're going to be in the birthing unit. And I wasn't really sure what that entailed. Anyways, I nailed the interview and I start up my job and sure enough, you know, uh, for the first few days, I was working in the NICU unit. So you're shadowing, you know, older people who have been there 30 years or whatever and they're teaching the ropes. So I'm working the NICU unit, which is, you know, very nice. It's very quiet. You know, the mothers are, are uh, you know, with their babies. Um, you know, the babies have already been born. And, you know, you're just touching up touch spaces, you know, like uh, dusting and, and mopping the floor and shit like that. And, you know, first couple of days were fine. And then once I was done my shadowing, they gave me the real schedule, which was the overnights in the birthing unit. And my first night when I showed up, uh, there was like, oh god, it's like Canada's Wonderland at some of these uh, some nights. It was ridiculous. Like it would be one woman after another woman after another woman, and you could tell when it was over because you'd hear the baby crying and you'd hear the, you know, you'd hear the mother overjoyed if she was still awake and blah, blah blah. And then you knew once that baby was out, you had to go right in because it was like a, it was like a, a conga line of women having babies. Some nights, anyway. So when you go in. Uh, it's, it looks like a murder scene. Uh, so some nurses apparently are better than others as far as making a mess. 
Some nurses literally leave their clamps and their tools and all this other stuff. They leave it on the floor or on the bed or they leave the placenta in the bucket uh, instead of putting it in the, the bio bin. So sometimes you would go in and it would just look like a woman had just been murdered by Dexter and the tools were everywhere and the placenta was either on the floor or in a bucket and you had to deal with all that shit. It took me a long time to get used to picking up a woman's placenta and putting it in a bio bin because the smell of the bio bin, which is full of women's placentas, is something that I can't even describe. I mean, if I really tried, I once heard out, I once heard that a friend of mine uh, gave oral pleasure to a woman who was um, ovulating, or not ovulating, on her period, whatever you want to call it, uh, menstruating, sorry, menstruating. I told you I'm out of it today menstruating and he said it was like uh licking a rusty penny that's exactly and that's fucking gross by the way and that's exactly what it smells like it smells like a, a bin of rusty pennies mixed with like a touch of like wine that's gone bad it's a it's a really odd scent and it's really gross and you never get used to it well actually i didn't get used to it other people did i actually saw a guy pick a placenta up with his hand off the floor and toss it in like kobe bryant into this pail told me to pop the top i popped the top he literally threw it in and the blood fucking spattered all over my clothes and he was laughing like it was funny and i almost fucking yacked right there on the floor it would have been like the exorcist i would have puked all over the walls so I, i'll never get used to that anyways i did that job for Geez, I want to say I was there for at least six months working overnights. Um, I worked with a lot of good people there, so I, I can't talk shit about the, um, you know, the actual staff who were there. But um, doing the job itself, I, I hated it. They treated you like dirt at this hospital too. Like you were literally just another number. I mean, I've worked at Markham Stouffville Hospital part time before. They treat you fantastic there. Uh, the hospital that uh, myself and Geo work at, um, uh, they treat you really well there too. So I can't really talk shit about them. But so far, Markham Stillville was the best hospital I've ever worked at. But this hospital, I'm not going to say the name, but it is downtown. And they treated you like absolute dirt. So when I actually got the call from uh, Mark, my union rep, and said that you got your job back, we're good to go, I told you I quit. What I did was I went downstairs, and usually the supervisor is in the office, and you know, making paging people, telling people where to go, and such and such. Anyways, there was no supervisor there. And I was, I was leaving regardless, and I wasn't going to wait around, so I just wrote a note. I wrote a big, long note. I said, um, I forget what the guy's name was. I think it was like, oh, Matt or something like that. I said, you know, hey, this is Jay. I uh, just want to tell you that I'm not feeling so well, and I'm going home sick. I wasn't actually sure I was going to quit that day. I knew I was going to quit. I just, I wasn't sure I was going to quit on the spot. I knew I was going home. So I wrote the note and I said, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling well. I'm going home and you know, here's my number. I, and I told him what progress I had done and what I hadn't done as far as the, what the job entailed for that day. So anyways, I'm, I'm in the car ride home and this guy calls me and he goes, where are you? And I said, you know, I'm on the DVP, the highway. Sorry for those of you who are in America, you know what the DVP is. It's a highway. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm on the highway. And he said, well, uh, you know, come back. I need you to uh, go to uh, occupational health is closed. So uh, you have to go to the ER. Usually, if you're on day shift at a hospital and you're sick, usually you have to go to occupational health. They give you the all clear to go home. But if you're, if it's a night shift, you have to go to emerge. And I was like, dude, I'm already on the I'm already on the, the highway. I'm more than halfway home. I'm not coming back. And he said, well, if you're not coming back, then I'm going to have to write you up and blah blah. I said, look, man, I just don't feel well. It's like I didn't know the procedure, and you know, I'm just trying to get my side of the story. And I'm pretty sure I was doing it in a kind of a condescending tone because I knew I wasn't 
coming back or if I was, it wasn't going to be for much longer. Anyways, this guy kept pushing my button saying, no, you either have to come back and this and that. And I was like, no, oh, fuck it. I quit. And he said, excuse me. And I said, no, fuck it. I quit. I don't care. I'm done. I'd fuck you. So he's like, all right, cool. Thanks. Bye. I was like, all right, well, that's it. That's the end of my job. Like I thought, I thought it was that easy. I didn't even care about the pay. You know, like if they put it in my account, they put it in my account. If they didn't, I was okay with that too. And then a couple days later, the female supervisor who actually interviewed me, she was really, really super nice. She actually called me and begged me not to, or to reconsider. So I kind of gave her the gist of it. I said, look, I got something else. I, you know, I'm going back to another job. And then she's like, please keep this job just in case. And in retrospect, you know, hospital jobs aren't easy to get. So maybe I should have kept it. Uh, at least for that time of my life. Uh, but you know what? I hated it so much that it was like, you know what? I, I don't care. I don't care if it pays. I think it paid like 27 bucks an hour or something around that range. I, I didn't care. I, just, I hated it so much. So I quit that job. Um, I got it. I got it. Uh, you know, I, I paid to get it. And then I, I quit on the spot. So you know what? It, it wasn't all that mature. I, I, I regretted it months later, especially, or not months, the second time when I had to go through the corrections ringer and fight them, um, I regretted not keeping that job because I then I, all of a sudden I had to start applying for more jobs. So you know I was like, oh, if I had just kept that, I wouldn't be in this situation. But you know it is you know hindsight's twenty twenty retrospect that sort of thing, right? So, anyways, that's the end of that story. Um, you know it wasn't much of a story, but I thought you guys would like the how are you with dead babies because I've actually told that to people at parties and it got quite a quite a laugh. Um, and that actually happened. Like, I can't believe she actually asked me, how are you with dead babies? Like, has anyone ever in the history of the world say, fine, I'm good. I love dead babies. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> like fucking hook me up. I'll give me a sack of, uh, dead babies. So anyways, that's going to be the show for today, guys. I did exactly half an hour. Uh, I'm sorry. I kind of mailed this one. I feel like I kind of mailed this one in. Um, it's not for lack of enthusiasm or anything like that. It's just for some reason, I'm just feeling super sluggish today. Like I just could not get my shit together. And like, I had to go for a meeting at the bank and I just didn't want to leave the house. I think, I think the, the key is you have to start doing stuff immediately. Like I woke up, I had a coffee. Uh, next thing you know, I flicked on Netflix and then I started fucking around on my phone. And, um, the next thing I know, three hours had gone by, you know, I'd watched a movie. I'd already started another one. Uh, the, the battery on my phone was almost dead. And then I'm looking at the clock saying, fuck, I have to go to the, the meeting at the bank. I did. I just didn't want, I was so tempted to cancel, but I didn't, I, I, I toughed it out. I went to the bank and did my thing. And, uh, you know, and then I came home and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get my ship for the show together. And the next thing I knew, I had the remote control in my hand and Netflix was back on. And then I was slugging with my dogs. And then I took my bunny out on the front lawn and I walked him around for a little bit. Cause yes, I walk my bunny, which by the way, uh, you walking a beautiful white bunny does not get the reactions that you think it would have. Like I've seen people walk by and smile and I've seen people walk by and just pretend like I'm not walking anything at all. And I was thinking, like, if I was walking by and I saw some dude my size, so I'm, uh, you know, almost six foot and I'm about 230 pounds. If I saw this big giant dude, or sorry, not big giant. If I saw this big dude walking a beautiful white rabbit in the middle of the day, I would be like, that's something that's very odd. You, you don't see that every day, but it's, I, I don't know. I, I just, I guess I'm just surprised that nobody ever just says anything to me like, Hey man, are you are you walking a fucking rabbit <laughs> or anything like that? So I I don't know. Uh, I, I I enjoy walking my rabbit, man. I find it very therapeutic. And uh, apparently, rabbits are very social animals. So the more time you spend with them, the more fun they become. Uh, I have yet to see that. I'm trying. I really am. This rabbit is not fun at all. It does fucking nothing. It just shits and eats my baseboards, which is going to cost me a fortune. Uh, baseboards. He, he ate them all. I ate them all. 
So anyways, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. I gave you social media plugs. I gave you a short story. I asked you how your day was. I hope you guys had a great Father's Day. Uh, I have one more day off. I'm sure it's going to be just as unproductive as today was. Maybe even more unproductive. Who knows? But for that being said, I will talk to you guys on Thursday. I will have a story for you or some sort of tale. I will hit you guys hard with something uh, something really good to try and make up for my what I'm going to call a mail-it-in show today. So for all of you out there who uh, who are keep supporting me, I just want to say thank you, by the way. Thank you for the continuous downloads. Thank you for subscribing. And, um, you know, I, I'd love it if you guys would be a little bit more active on social media. If you could, I mean... It just, it's just, I want to get the conversation going between everybody because a lot of you guys out there know each other. So if you, if you post something, someone else who sees that will say, Hey, that's, you know, that's Bill. I haven't seen Bill in six months or, you know, whatever. And you guys can start talking and maybe we can get something going. I don't know. Just a thought. I'm looking at other people's social media and that's what's happening there. So I'm just wondering what the disconnect is here. I don't know. Maybe I got to be a little more uh, aggressive on social media, just like that lady said. So who knows? Anyways, that's it for today, guys. I will talk to you guys in three days. I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys are happy. Let's all get haircuts. Let's get haircuts. All right? I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. And until then, bye for now.